Coming up, we're going to talk about the last entertainment that was announced for Halloween Horror Nights, and then we're going to give you our hype list. That's our list of everything that we, uh, in order of what we're excited for at Halloween Horror Nights. So much fun. So, from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of The Diz Unplugged. This is episode 231 of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. The Disunplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is also brought to you by Dizboards.com. If you're looking for even more information to help you plan your Universal Orlando vacation, head over to Dizboards.com and join the discussion today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams. Today, I'm joined alongside by my co-host, Ryan the Rhino Clavin. Hello. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Universal Edition podcast. Uh, I almost started all over again saying I'm your host, Craig Williams, but I caught myself there, which that is a good thing. So, welcome to this week, so uh, I don't I don't know what else to say about that, but really, really not that big show this week, which is a great thing because Rhino and I are currently traveling anyways, and we're super busy, so I couldn't I couldn't wish for a, a busy week this week. Uh, I, I'm just really digressing here. I don't know what I'm no I don't know what I'm saying. I'm not even digressing. I'm degressing. I'm just I'm gressing, and I need to stop that. But yeah, so we got we got a fun show for you here, where we're going to talk about the last bit of entertainment announced for Halloween Horror Nights. Of course, uh, last week we had our our mega packed episode full of everything Halloween Horror Nights, and then uh, the day I ended up releasing that show late, but. If we would have, if we would still record live, then we would have been able to include today's bit of news in there, but we don't, so that's just how it is. And then after we talk about that, of course, we're going to talk about our rankings, our pre-rankings for the houses from 10 all the way to 1, what we're least excited for to what we're most excited for. So I think there's going to be some surprises there. I think there's going to be some uh, not surprises, and it's going to be fun, but... Uh, before we get things started too far, I'm just going to go ahead and say right now, the likelihood of a show happening next week is slim to none. As I already said, Rhino and I are going to be traveling this weekend for the, the D23 Expo. So I know on the Disney side, not the Universal side, but we're still going to be out in California for that. So that's going to be chewing up our schedules. And then as soon as we get home, we actually roll right into uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and the, the media event for it and then the open opening date and it, it's just going to be a crazy time so i highly doubt that we're actually going to have an episode for you next week who knows stranger things have happened oh, oh. snap yeah it I, took a second it took a second i did not even intend to do that Ugh. it just came out that way but stranger things have happened but most likely we will not have a show for you so i apologize but you know in advance not that it matters anyways uh, i know you don't really care that much but i needed to just let you know so that's it 
That's it for me. Let's jump into the news. Rhino, what was announced? What is the last final announcement for Halloween Horror Nights? What was it? Oh, Rhino, what was it? It's a fun new Lagoon show. And by fun, I mean terrifying. or ama- T- Terrifying? Terrifying. Well, maybe not terrifying, but it's the Halloween Marathon of Mayhem Lagoon show that's going to be playing during Halloween Horror Nights from September 6th through November 12th. Uh, you can November go- 12th? What? November 2nd. <laughs> I can't read. Um... You can grab a bucket and get ready as the lagoon lights up with iconic scenes from Netflix's Stranger Things, Ghostbusters, Universal Monsters, and Killer Clowns from Outer Space. The show features a blend of fountain-based media, state-of-the-art technologies, and special effects in a new way. This is one 80s nightmare you won't want to miss. Yeah, yes. I'm excited. Yeah, no, this is a very exciting announcement. So, you know, it's, it, says, this, it says, sorry, it says the lagoon transformed with a spectacle of neon and synth. They could have said nothing else and they would have had me there. Got neon and synth. No, uh, they, Batman and Robin. That's neon and synth. I don't know what that is. Okay. Fair enough. That was uh, my terrible rendition of the Batman theme. I'm sure in, in my head it sounds like it sounds perfect, but coming we, out it just sounds like ba 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 ba. Which bah, version bah, bah. of the Batman's uh, theme? Batman. Oh. That, see, that's not the theme of the one that we were talking about, though. <gasps> there was a lot. It's everybody knows it's no 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 Batman. You don't bubble 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 You no 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 no. I I don't like it. I know it's it's too hard to repetition it. It's not as right. Right. Okay. Fair enough. You're like a fish doing it. I imagine if Mr. Limpet were with us today, that's how he would do it. See, I see him more as like a Bing Crosby, like beating kids. Okay. Get me a martini. <laughs> okay, moving on here. So, uh, like Rhino said, neon synth '80s goodness happening here. So, this is exciting because we we knew there was going to be more entertainment. Uh, this there was the rumor that was kind of swirling around that it might be this, but this this is where the big question mark was: was it going to happen? Was it not? And it absolutely uh, absolutely ended up being a reality and very cool because you know it's with the theme being '80s again this year. It it really. Really was kind of like, okay, well, how much more is it going to tie in besides those couple houses with the 80s and and the scare zones, uh, the especially the Anarcade? It's like, where, where are we going to get 80s? And I think now we have full-blown 80s here, especially with the Halloween Marathon of Mayhem mm-hmm. Lagoon show. And I, I just love the name, like Halloween Marathon. It's like, it, it clearly, it, it just... It, it, it just hits everything that is good about you know, Halloween, right? I there. don't even just love the name. I love this art, this concept art that's on here because I bet that's the logo that's going to be on like a nice tumbler or turvets or something. Oh, it needs. I mean, this is one logo I could get behind. With, you know, with obviously Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, Slimer, Killer Clowns, Universal Monsters on there, and just the Slight Flare. Come Man. on, I mean, it's. I know well, you don't like Stranger Things. I do like Stranger Things. I don't like. I don't like making Stranger Things a bigger deal than it should be. I like so, making it the biggest of deals. I, I know you do. And I'm I'm happy for you. And you'll keep fighting that fight for Matt and Sabrina. But Oh, God, I love Sabrina. Yeah, they all she's a you. teenager and she's a witch. 
all one of you love Sabrina. So it's just a show no one can get behind, but it's okay. So this fountain show, like Rhino said, uh, what's going to be featured on it? Of course, Ghostbusters, Stranger Things, Universal Monsters, and Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And I like to hold, uh, even though it seemed like it was very uh, solidified on those four four properties, I like to hold a question mark on it. Like, is, is Universal really going to just stop with that? I mean, they could obviously. It's for a show. It's they they only have what ten properties in their regular cinematic celebration. So really, I guess is they it could even ten. Is it ten? It's, a, it's about it's 10, ten, give yeah, or take. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. some main ones, and then with the DreamWorks, they kind of like they go in and out there and throw some in really uh, low key with some of it. I, I I don't know. I'd have to go back and count. No, you're now. Right, Maybe eight. Though. You're right. Maybe no, we'll you're... say eight. Yeah. But Harry Potter, there's there's eight films alone there, so a lot to choose from with that. So I guess we could keep increasing this list. But the same thing goes in, in terms of this. You know, it's with Universal monsters. If you break down every monster uh, in, in their own movie, then obviously you have you have a lot of properties that you're starting to uh, you're starting to dance with there. So definitely, I think it's enough to just go with those. But I'd even be interested if they they tie it in in other way tie in other properties in other ways i I doubt it will happen but it would be cool if they did or just like this is this is the first version of the show and every year it's going to have a new updated one with the properties and everything with it with different themes so uh i i just i i really love universal orlando's cinematic celebration i think it is a great fountain show uh it's it I know it's not super exciting for some people, and there's always going to be the people out there who who will say that World of Color is the superior fountain show when it comes to fountain shows. And while I think it definitely is on a different level in terms of grandois and and is it grandois or grandiose? I, I've never known that. Well, I mean, I like to say grandiose. I think they're just <laughs> interchangeable words. I, I don't think they are. I think I just made up grandois. No. It sounds too French. I'll say not grandeur. To be real. The grandeur. The grandeur is who decides in a case. The, the, that's the grand juror. Uh, jury. <laughs> and that too. Uh, I, I, I just, you know, for me, it's. I'll be honest, the last time we saw World of Color, the one thing I was like, I do love this show out in Disneyland. It's a little long. It is long. Yeah. I. I, I I don't. Even, you know what I was thinking about that too. Um, I forget where we were watching something recently too, and they're like twenty minutes, and I'm like, mm. it's not just because it's not just the show, and I I don't mean to be like make all these shows shorter because we have a social media attention span, but you got to think like we got to go get in place for the show for however long before it, and yeah. then the show is that length too, and then getting out of the crowd after it. You know, it's like a flight. A flight sounds short where you're like, oh, well, it's an only one-hour airline. You're like, well, I have to get to the airport two hours before, and then the 45 minutes it takes me to an hour to get out of the airport afterwards, so it's really not that length of time. Yeah, that's exactly when people tell me, like, oh, you could just fly up to Atlanta. I'm like, well... Yeah, but we could also drive. I'm like, but you can fly so much faster. It's an hour flight. And well, no, because I have a 50 minute ride to the airport and then, you know, get there around two hours ahead of time. And at that point, then we have the hour flight. So that's four hours already invested. And what's only a a massive airport. So you're like, okay, well, why not just take that other journey, you know? at that yeah. point it's, yep. fr- it's sometimes it's one of those where you're like ah the, the more advanced we get the more frustrating it gets sometimes so that's airport doc uh in the middle of this universal edition episode but but what i love about this show yeah. 
is the three show times. Yes, there are three show times. It's going to be happening at 10 p.m., 11 p.m., and 12 a.m. So you don't have to like, I I feel like that alleviates a lot of that stress of being like, okay, that's my big, I know this is the Universal show, but that's my big problem with Mickey's Halloween party. Sometimes it's like, great, the stage show is going around multiple times, two times for the parade, but then you got one fireworks show, which I understand, it's a big yeah. production, but it is kind of like, one. it's hard because you're then, if you no matter where you go and watch, you're kind of cornered into staying in that one place for hours. Yeah. And and it's just it's really it's it's like a drag queen coming out at a at a nightclub right when you just get that right amount of buzz and you're ready to dance and get that confidence going and then it it ruins the mood for me. That's I, my journey going to nightclubs in Orlando. I was gonna say I can honestly I, I don't I know that was completely unrelatable. <laughs> but that that's all I can think about is like I, I'm a very awkward person. I would go and have a drink and the second anytime I go to dance, no matter what club I'm at, they're like drag show and I'm like, For the love of God, can they put them in another room so I can still dance? I just wanna dance, Craig. I I just wanna dance. I've I've only been to clubs a handful of time with drag and it just that was not my experience. Mostly because I wasn't dancing. I was I was that guy just standing Leering. at the bar like I was like I didn't I didn't know where I was going. I just went along with friends and I'm enjoying I'm enjoying the drink specials. That's all that I need. Good mm-hmm. drink specials. But uh, with that, with that 10, 11, and 12 p.m. time schedule there, uh, it's going to be no problem in terms of the hours with Universal. You might say, well, 12 o'clock, is that going to end out a night? Absolutely not, because uh, the hours have been released, and it is open at the, the very least from 6.30 until uh, 1 a.m. I almost said 11 a.m., and then I'm like, no, that's really long. 6.30 p.m. till 1 a.m., and basically uh, every night from the opening night on Friday, September 6th, through September 25th is going to be 6.30 to 1 a.m. And then after that, every single night is basically 6.30 to 2 a.m., with the exception being October 2nd, which is a Wednesday, and October 29th, which is a Tuesday. So besides those days, every day, 6.30 to 2 a.m. So get get pumpity for that. Get what? Pumpity? Pumpity. Pumpity, 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 pumpity the pumpernickel. So and yeah, pumpity so the they, pumpkin. Yeah, it's Halloween. Pump, no pumpernickel bread, the official mascot of Halloween. <laughs> a good pumpernickel. Throw in some spinach and artichoke dip in there. Mm, the good. Peter Pumpernickel eater. <laughs> yes, Peter Peter Pumperdinkle. <laughs> Dinkle. Peter Dinklage. I don't know. Yeah, was, that's. Right. I was like in his greatest role. Yep. <laughs> so I'm I'm super super pumped for this show. I I this this is what. I think I've been waiting for that one extra thing where I could say, okay, if it's a super crazy night of Halloween Horror Nights where I only get like a couple houses done, but I want to feel like I justified my time there without Bill and Ted where you can go and watch that show, I feel like this will at least keep me here until, you know, 1030 now because I want to watch the show and then go home after that. So I'm, I'm hoping it lives up to how I've hyped it up in my head. It might be impossible, but I'm still hopeful nonetheless. Very excited for it. But with that, we are going to move on to the last part of this show, and it will end out the show because, like I said, we're very busy. We've, we've got to go to California and, and do some California. stuff out there. Yeah, California, here we come. California right back dreams. where we started from. 
No? Okay. Fair. I don't know what that is. Um, I, I believe it was a song they sang on I Love Lucy when they were first heading out to California. And Not every familiar. single time you went into Lucy, a tribute, it would be playing. At, oh. Like you would have the trivia game and it would be like, oh, ba ba ba. You're on the ba ba buzz today. Ba 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 ba. Ba ba buoy. No, different show. Uh, but yeah, we're going to go over our hype list, as, as the kids call it online, uh, as you see people posting about it all the time. Uh, this is going to be ours. So we're just going to run through it 10 to 1, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll share maybe a couple anecdotes, thoughts along the way as well, too. So, Rhino, what is your least hyped house? I think it's going to be House of a Thousand one. Corpses. Okay. I don't care one bit about it. I have been watching online. People have been watching the movie, and they're like, I never want to lay my eyes on this ever again, and this is terrible and disgusting, and so I am not excited about trying to get through this movie, and I feel I'm going to feel the same way about the house. I'm sure it's going to be a scary house. I'm not I'm not even knocking that. I just, I just have this, not even visceral, that's not the right word, just this like gut rejection of it like i can't even it's not even something where i can be like, i'll probably go through it the one time and then hate it but who knows maybe i'll be wrong i yep. know how it happens oh yeah I, uh, so i haven't had a chance to rewatch it yet but i did just uh i received my copy of it from amazon that uh was obviously I, I went out and and got it so i could freshen up on it for the event so at 5.99 i felt like that price was still a little too steep i would have preferred to pay more around the uh $4 mark. You know, I could have obviously bought a used copy, but I am very particular about movies. I like them fresh and new. I don't I don't like them already watched. That's just not my thing. So, I prefer to only find them from abandoned blockbusters. And that's getting more and more difficult. Family video, yeah, it's still easy, but blockbusters no way. And yeah, so I'm I I will save uh, you know, maybe it will jump up on my list more here once I rewatch the movie and kind of place it into context. Uh, but right now, it definitely is at the bottom of the barrel. I was I was texting Rhino while I was listening to Hellbilly Deluxe, the Rob Zombie album that they're basing a scare zone off of. <laughs> I'm like, I, it's like the first two songs are like, okay, I remember this from every sporting ga- game, sporting match, sports sports event that I went to in the. And during that period when it was released and then every video game for a while, like I remembered the songs from that, but it was grating on my ears. Like Rob Zombie is definitely an appeal. And I'm not like trying to generalize his music or the movies or anything like that, but it's like I can visualize the type of person it appeals to. And this is rude because I like a lot of music that people don't expect me to write to, but it's... It reminds me of like what I thought of Halloween Horror Nights maybe like 10 years ago, 10 or 15 years ago. Like the, the, I don't know. Wow. I, it's, I know. You're going to want me to edit this out, this judgmental moment no, from Rhino? No, no. And I'm trying to be open-minded about it. And who knows? Maybe I'm going to watch this and feel completely different. I've seen parts of it. That's the part where I'm like, ugh. I think about this sometimes though how I was when I was younger. Like I, I watched the trailer. I know this is random, but I watched the trailer for the 2003 Texas Chainsaw Massacre the other day. Cause I was, I was reading a thing about editing and they were saying how well that trailer's edited mm-hmm. and it is edited very well. But I was thinking like how, when I saw that movie, I was like, this movie's great. It's very scary. It's, it's like in your face. And now here I am, you know, 15, 16 years later 
and I hate that movie. Oh. I don't ever want to watch anymore. So it's funny how your taste kind of changes and evolves. So I, mean, I feel like yeah. I've just moved beyond that type of horror film. I'm not saying that I did, never liked it or whatever. I just I'm not in that place I, right now. I, I get that because like I still love the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but right, but I, it's, it, the, it's a specific aesthetic, right? You oh know? yeah, no, no, no. I I remember I remember the night I went to see it in theaters. So he went with a whole bunch of German exchange students that were that were in Pennsylvania at the time. Yeah, we took them to the fanciest of fancy. We had films. clove cigarettes yeah. as we went in. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, I, I remember watching it and in the theater with all of them. It's like, this was awesome. This was so brutal and gross. Yeah. And bought it on I DVD. Think a good and, word. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, why the heck did I buy this? I, I will, I watched it like twice throughout the years and now it is still in my DVD collection. Well, it was not when I upgraded to Blu-ray, but... But you know what else I felt like? That was the Saw movies. When I saw Saw the first time in the movie theater, it was like about how the movie was made and the twist in the movie. And I was like, wow, this movie was really surprising. And then it, I, I felt like the second one and then the third one, especially for me, really, I was like, wow, they are doing something really different and unique yeah. here. And then after that, I was like, oh, no, they've taken a turn. And oh, it yeah. just it's that brutality. And it was also that it was that type of... Um, uh, it, it was very the fad in horror movies no. at that time was very um, what do they call it torture porn yeah and I'm like I can't do it anymore I can't stomach no. it anymore it's just one of those things so it's like I'm not knocking the people who are probably like super excited for House of a Thousand yeah. Corpses and I'm very happy for you to have this but it, it just kind of reminds me of that I still can't get uh, no. Michael Myers stomping a guy's head to, to mush like a pumpkin in Rob Zombie's Halloween and that's where I'm like I feel sick about it but I do enjoy Saw one through three. Still, I think they I d- still hold. I them. do. I, I just feel like they fall apart after that. They just oh, get yeah. too. They try to. They try to go back into that thing too much. But the third one, that reveal at the end, you're like, my mind is blown. Like, wow, wow, wow. Okay, number nine. What do you have? Blood Pit Nightingales. Oh, uh, well, you got it backwards, but uh, close enough. And oh, that's Nightingales, an Blood one. Pit. Sorry. See, this is much higher up on my list. I think more for the appreciation that there. This is one story that we have with Universal. That obviously the Nightingales have been a part of it before. So I, I, I like when they they bring back their their original concepts that they have and. So I, I know I know I know I, that you don't like Gladiator. Be, well, I'm yeah, that's the thing, and I, I'm hoping to be delightfully surprised. I do appreciate whenever there is there is that recurring or sequel houses or yeah. stuff like that. I, th- I think that's one of the most fun things they that Universal Halloween Horror Nights does is bringing that into the mix. But um, I. I don't know. This one just seems very. It, it's another aesthetic thing. I'm not looking forward to the aesthetic, and it just seems very basic. And oh, I, I have no doubts that it will have a basic <laughs> sense to it. But I love Gladiator. I know you do. You you won't shut up about it for the last like two years, <laughs> I, forever. No, it's it's been since it was released. I love I love Gladiators. So I don't want it to be like Airplane. Joey, do you love movies about gladiators? Do you go? Have you ever been in a Turkish? men's prison camp i don't remember i haven't seen airplanes since i was a kid joey have you seen a grown man naked <laughs> what it's, oh yeah it's a, the uh the the pilot not uh, not kareem abdul jabbar the other one and the little kid comes up to the cockpit and it starts out all innocent and then he starts asking him all these creepy questions <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah. oh, it's classic classic they should do that for halloween horror nights won't fit in any way at airplane. all but just <laughs> we need more airplane in our life my number nine is us so i oh. I, I know it's a, a good movie 
for a house, you know, you kind of heard us talk about it, not, not completely sold on it. I will tell you the, the reason why I have it this low on my list is actually because I it is on sale this week at Best Buy oh, and how much? Amazon. $10? And stuff. No, that's uh. the problem. It was $12.99. I'm uh. like, I don't like the movie enough to even spend $13 on it. So how excited can I truly be for a house based I, I mean, I, I would probably in the end pay that amount. I'm on this challenging game with me trying to wait till they get to the lowest. And I know they'll, it'll probably be like a Black Friday special or something I mean, like that. $7.99 would do it for me. Oh, see, I still need to. See, I did see it twice. I did enjoy. There is something about it. And this is another one that it's sometimes is very brutal, but it's very like there's something that keeps pulling me to it. I, there's just this weird, mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. that song that opens the movie with the bunny rabbits is like hypnotizing me. And then I can't stop. It's Lupita Nyong'o. I'll tell you right okay. now, that's what pulls me in. And Winston Duke, we all know I'm in love with him. So it's okay. Fine. Well, tell us what your number eight is though. It is. Bl- <laughs> it's us. <laughs> But I, I do, I know what you're talking about. It seems like a very, when it comes, it's a comp, a complex story mm-hmm. that maybe can't be translated without you. You know what I mean? I, it feels like it's going to be basic. Yeah. I, I, yep, 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 yep. My number eight is Depths of Fear. So, uh, Interesting. And I, I really should say, after House of a Thousand Corpses, this really is like, I'm excited for all of these houses, but it's just in terms of preference. I'm not With looking forward fear, to getting wet. I see I don't mind I don't mind anything like that. It's really I just the claustrophobic concept like to me I'm scared about that. Well yeah, I yeah. like we we know that it takes it takes a lot of work to scare me. When you do scare me, it's I scare hilarious. well. Yeah. But with with claustrophobic like moments that's not that's not something I'm afraid of. I'm, oh really? Yeah. Oh I, I I didn't used to be, but now that the older I'm getting, the, like when I was a kid if there you'd make the tightest fate space possible and like squeeze behind the couch and like I, I used to be like oh I'm gonna wait here forever and it used to be like a hug but nowadays I do it and I'm like what if I'm stuck and I can't get out I don't know there's this weird panic that starts to happen more and more the older I'm getting like I can't dive as deep as I used to be able to and without having a little bit of I guess I'm just more afraid now than I used to be when I was younger, yep. which is amazing because I was a baby when I was younger. Yep. A baby. Baby. I just realized, too, I said something like Jiminy Glick a second ago. So, Baby. I came in real high. You came in went real high. Real went deep, down real deep. Yes. Yes. Who are you? Okay. <laughs> What's your number seven? My number seven? The Yeti. Mm. I just... I did find the Yeti very scary, and uh, you know he kept scaring me all the time. And that, uh, in what was the house last year with all the B movies? It was uh, uh, wow that the name yeah, of it completely yeah, dropped yeah, out of my I, head. I loved the house, but the Yeti always scared me, and I was, I was like slaughter cinema, slaughter cinema, yeah. And um, but this one, I don't, it, none of these other than House of a Thousand Corpses and Blood Pit. The rest of them, I'm I am looking forward to. It's just the, in the general, like yeah. you said, the hype train. So Yeti for me is just toward the lower end of it. Okay, and mine is Stranger Things. So I almost said the F word to you right now. <laughs> it, it's really it just comes down to I, I I didn't I actually season the, two and three right or one and two season two and three. Okay. okay, and I mean my I was kind of lower on the spectrum for 
for season, for the house last year was season one. I think when we yeah. did our pre-rankings, I want to say I had it around like five. Yeah, you were pretty low. And, and, and actually, you know, it was. I think it came up a little bit from that. So I ended up being pleasantly surprised with it. But with, I, I mean, I've we talked about it enough on this. I adamantly do not care for season two. I think season three definitely uh, changed that the show dynamic for me. But I just I didn't like anything about season two. The so. pumpkins, Craig. The I, pumpkins, they're I, rotting. I understand. I did not care for season two. I know you hate so, Will is the problem too, and it's very Will centric. Yeah, and so the the fact is, I'm not that excited about the season two aspects, and I have a feeling that will probably lean more on two than three. But we could be wrong. If there is not a Bob newbie in this house, I will burn the park to the ground. Okay, um, I, no, but. I see. I uh, I guess I'll talk about it when I get to mine. Yeah. When it's up there on mine. Yep, yeah, you can. So uh, so that's where I have Stranger <coughs> Things number seven, number six. Where are you? Depths of fear. Okay. Just with the same thing. I think it'll be interesting to be in like an underwater house. I don't want to get a lot of. I don't want to get wet a ton. But I I think I'm. I'll be interested to see what they do with it. Okay. Yep. And at my number six, I have Nightingale's Blood Pit because again, I like gladiators and I like movies about gladiators. I like <laughs> I like men, so if there's some men in the gladiator outfits, I'm on board. Yeah, yeah you'll it, it could men. raise up in there. Men, 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 men. That's going to be what I get copyright hit for that. Uh, what's your number five? Um, it is Graveyard Games. Mm-hmm. I am excited for a classic like Graveyard uh, Haunted House. I, I'm hoping I get to see some ghosts and ghouls, and mm-hmm. I, 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 I look forward to... I'll be interested to see what it's like to do. I like when they do indoor outdoor. So yeah. I like. I, I can't wait to see what the graveyard looks like indoor. Yeah. No, nope, it's it's definitely on my list too. But my number five is Yeti Terror of the Yukon, mm-hmm. and reason why it's so high on here. Uh, I love I love the idea that this could be our cold house where it's oh, super yeah, point, chilly throughout point. the entire thing. I love the campiness of Yetis. I think it's just they're they're so big that they don't scare well so it's just gonna be like and i i know they're gonna what try do you mean to make they don't scare well didn't you see how scared i was every time one walked by which me? i didn't understand because came out of like, nowhere the giants <laughs> they're like seven feet tall they can't well, when you're an average <laughs> heighted person like myself it's scary no they're just so big and so clunky i was that like they oh there's craig well. no it's a yeti okay fair, fair enough fair enough but uh i just uh, you know i'm I, I like the idea of cold, and I like the idea of these big goofy monsters coming around. So that's why it lands right. Just in the give middle me that Harry in the Henderson's house someday. <laughs> yeah, just John, John Lithgow. <laughs> like, Are you not scared? Yeah. I watched a lot of Third Rock last night, so I'm like, I'm in. Oh, for Kylie it. must have been thrilled. Mm, she was asleep. So number four. Um, I so this is a little bit higher up on my list than I thought it was going to be, but Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Wow. I I remember. I watched this movie for the very first time last year for the scare zone. And I thought I, the movie is absolutely ridiculous, but in the best eighties ridiculous way where you're like, how was this ever made? Um, and I remember watching it though, thinking this would be a way better, uh, maze or a house than it is a scare zone. And here, yeah, here we are. So I'm, I'm riding on that. Cause I mean, it could end up going lower. It could end up going yep. higher. Uh, my number four is Graveyard Games because, as we talked about last week with it, I'm just I, I love the idea of graveyards and classic Halloween in mm-hmm. that sense. Not it's not going to be classic Halloween, but for me, Halloween means being a kid and going in a graveyard, and I like this spooky aspect of that. And then for nine, my number three, I had your number four with Killer Clowns from Outer 
space. Uh, the only hesitation I have on this house, while I agree with you, I think adding in the the scenery from the movie and like actually going into the circus tent spaceship and stuff, like I feel like that's what's going to take it to mm-hmm. the next level. The only thing that kind of scares me about it is that these clowns are big. Like in the street, they took up a lot of room. So oh, yeah, you're right. Putting the, these, the, yeah, kind of going with the same idea with the the yetis. It's you, when you have these big clunky characters sometimes it's harder to to achieve a lot of scares and and scary Mm. moments when you're in such a tight constricted place but however i think killer clowns is going to be our fun house this year so i don't know if literally it is a fun house (laughs) i don't think they're super concerned with super scary moments so uh, i i think hopefully it'll be a little bit wider in some aspects and just take advantage of the fact that the clowns we love seeing them more than uh, having them scare us. So that that is where I put it. But what about you for number three? Uh, I have Universal Monsters up there. Mm-hmm. I am excited to see what they do with their... What they... What they do with their... Oh, <laughs> you no. were making a lot of weird faces. That's why I was trying to... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm excited to see how they do it. I'm curious, like, are we going to get a black and white section of the mm-hmm. house? Like, I, I, I hope there's some uniqueness. Um, plus, you know, I love the... I love the uh, the attention of that classic property, bringing it up to modern day. I, I don't know. I, I think there's going to be a lot of lightning. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see the Wolfman because mm-hmm. he's my favorite. Um, but yeah. Okay. I don't know. What's it, and just go in with, ahead with your number two. Um, I want to share your thoughts on Bob. It's actually Stranger Things. I know. Yes. I, I what, But again, I, I'm different than you. For me, Stranger Things, every season has only gotten better than the season before it. So I like season two a lot more than season one. I love season one, too. I'm not, I'm not saying anything about it. I just feel like because you know everything about how the story goes in the first season, when you replay it, it plays a little slower than the other seasons. But there's a lot. When, you, when I rewatched season two a couple weeks ago, I, I was like, oh, they'll like going in the tunnel in the in the upside down where like hopper's gotten grabbed by has has gotten has been grabbed mm-hmm. by all of the uh the 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 uh the tentacles from from the upside down and you know and then the pumpkins but then like when they're in the in this the building but then i can't wait to be in the mall from the third season i just think there's gonna be a lot of cool stuff i bet there's a lot of billies in there mm, yeah, there should be so if they can only find if they have nancy's mom in there i will lose my mind karen I, I mean, I just hope they have the budget for mullets. Otherwise, and, and bad mustaches. Scary mustaches, yeah. Otherwise, it just won't be authentic. But my number two is Ghostbusters. Mm. So I, and this is, this really just comes down to the the last one, obviously. So I can just say it. And we know where you love the monsters. Ghostbusters ends up number one on yours. Uh, for mine, it's Universal Monsters. It's just, I love, I love the monsters. Yeah. So it's, it really is that battle. I grew up with Ghostbusters. I, I didn't necessarily grow up with Universal Monsters, but when I discovered them, like it just, it clicked it hit hard like it it I, if anything it helped me develop a more of a love for classic movies that i i didn't necessarily always have i don't want to be that little brat who was like i don't like black and white movies they're boring but uh then it's you know seeing monster movies and stuff that then opened my mind and and kept me going and i 
it's and then once you start discovering all the B horror movies that came out in the the fifties and the sixties that were just downright terrible, then mm. it's like oh, icing on the cake. But yeah, so Ghostbusters, I, it, the house is going to blow us away. I'm I'm already prepared. As much as I'm most excited for Universal Monsters, I am pretty much sold that Ghostbusters is going to be my favorite house. Of the, oh, of the it's, year. It, I, it's my number one listed yeah. here. I, I think it's going to be the poltergeist of, of last year where it's going to be, you know, everyone everyone has high expectations for it and it's going to match and exceed. I mean, Ghostbusters is definitely this, like, unbelievably iconic movie, you know, that is, it, that is a great movie and it's, I think they're going to really give it that attention to detail. And so I, I look forward to seeing a lot of like the little things around. But like for me, it was like, uh, you know, if anybody knows me, the obsessed with Power Rangers, Ghostbusters was my Power Rangers before Power Rangers. And like I had all the proton packs, I had all this stuff. And so when I was a little kid and, you know, I know you didn't you didn't come when you were really little, but um the Ghostbusters show they used to have here, I thought it was the coolest thing I had ever seen. So it'll be really interesting to see how that's how how they're going to treat that property. And now, you know, that was in the '90s. So I want to see what now in 2019 it's going to be like. And I, I just, I'm, I'm nervous about how the proton packs are, <coughs> how the proton packs are going to go. But I am like, I am just ready to be able to walk through a Ghostbusters movie. I feel like my life has led to this moment. And I'll be honest, it's too important to screw up. So Universal's going to put their entire effort into making this this the most epic experience. And I I believe they genuinely do that with any property that that they're lucky enough to be able to use for Halloween Horror Nights. But uh, there's, there's some of these properties that come along where they realize that they're even more special than the others. And I feel like they, they take more delicate care with it, especially when it's these classic movies uh, like, like they've done in the past with Shining and Exorcist and Poltergeist and Ghostbusters. But it's it's going to be awesome. So very excited for the event. That's That was our rankings, our pre-rankings before the event starts on September 6th. Uh, 10 through 1 there and you know obviously after the event starts we will share our our feelings on it and then update you as we go along with the event we'll have an episode before then though right yeah well let me look at the calendar here i don't we we said we said no next week but the i believe next friday is the 31st so the no show next week we will have a show the day before the event starts but not so we'll have one more show before the event starts and then the event starts and then the following week we will we will update you on what we thought on that uh the 12th Mm -hmm. the 12th of uh september so very excited about that very very excited very very (laughs) and oddly enough we won't even be in town on that day but it's fine it's okay we'll figure it out well, we're all good. We're on all the sixth, yes, we will. No, no I'm joking. I oh. mean, on the twelfth. Oh, oh yeah, no, we won't. Wow. Okay, wow. so that's going to do it for this episode. No questions because y'all didn't leave us any. At least uh, the last time I checked, you didn't leave us any. So uh, for the next show, we ask the questions. The next show, we ask for questions. We demanded questions. Leave us questions in those comments below. Uh, but thank you so much for listening and watching to this. Of course, if you watch this on YouTube, go ahead, subscribe, hit that bell button so you get notified with new videos. Leave us comments and questions below. Hit that thumbs up. Do it. 
just do it. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever, you know, if you can subscribe, go ahead and do that. If you can rate and review us, leave us feedback, go ahead and do that as well. And if you need more information, disunplugged.com. So that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much to everyone out there for listening and watching. We hope you enjoyed it. We won't see you again next week, probably with another episode, but maybe after that. But remember, we still haven't changed the